Now we bring you a world of adventure with Rocky Jordan. I'd been eyeing the guy sitting in the back booth for quite a while. Everybody in the cafe tambourine was having a good time but him. He was American, maybe 30, black hair, combed straight back. I thought I'd go back and say hello. He looked like a nice guy until I got close. Then I saw something in his eyes I didn't like. Fear. What do you want? What's the matter, buddy? Drinking alone, not good for you. Uh, I know what I'm doing. Oh, sure you do, but aren't you hitting the bottle kind of hard? Who are you? I own this place. Oh. Oh, then you're Rocky Jordan. That's right. You're, you're an American. Right on two counts. That's why I came here, Mr. Jordan. This is really an American place, like Chicago or New York. I'm safe here. Safe from what? My name is Lint, Mr. Jordan. I... And maybe you better walk out and get some air. No. He... He's waiting out there. He was following me. I know I saw him. He, he's going to kill me. Kill you? Don't let him kill me, Mr. Jordan. Nobody's going to kill you, Lint. Let's go to the front door and take a look. No. Come on. I'll go out ahead of you. Lint acted like a nut that might cause trouble. I took him by the arm and led him up to the front door of the tambourine. Outside, there was nothing but a cabbie and two girls walking up and down. Then suddenly, Lint pulled away from me. Across the street! It's him! I told you! Lint tore back into the tambourine, running for the rear. I headed across the street and into 24 hours I'd never forget. On a narrow street not far off Cairo's native quarter stands a cafe tambourine run by Rocky Jordan. The cafe tambourine, crowded with forgotten men, alive with the babble of many languages. For this is Cairo, where modern adventure and intrigue unfold against the backdrop of antiquity. Tonight's Rocky Jordan story, Trail of the Assassin. He was American. His name was Lint. He was hitting the bottle a little too hard, and he was using my tambourine for a hiding place. The usual formula for trouble. He swore somebody was waiting just across the street to kill him. I got Lint to the door to have a look, but he tore himself away and ran back into the cafe. So I scouted the street alone. All I found were shadows cast by the streetlight. I checked the cabbie parked at the corner. Yes, sir, there was a man waving a few minutes ago in the shadows. An American? I would not know. He wore a black coat as though he was cold. He... Kept coughing into a handkerchief, yes. That was all the cabbie could give me. So I went back into the tambourine. Chris, my bartender, said Lynn had gone out the back way through my office. I don't like wild men running around my place, so I went after him. I just opened the office door when I saw Lynn stumbling toward me from the open alley door. He suddenly fell into my arms, pushing me back into the cafe. Then he slid to the floor, face down. That's when I saw the orange handle of an assassin's knife. Pinned between his shoulder blades like a flower. I had Chris lock the doors, then phone police headquarters. Ten minutes later, who should show up but Sergeant Greco? As I see, stabbed in the back. Murder, of course. That's good deduction, Greco. Now, where's Captain Sabaya? Captain Sabaya is in Alexandria. I am in command during his absence. You mean in charge? The man was killed here in the cafe tambourine. No, out in the back alley. He stumbled in here after. Very well. 
Where were you, Mr. Jordan, when the man was murdered? Sergeant, I saw it all. I saw it all. There was a fight. This man... Mr. Jordan? That him, he was throwing the man out. The man broke away running. They went to the alley. The poor dead man walked his way back toward the light. Thank you, my friend, for this information. I saw it all. I will testify for the usual fee. Look, Greco, are you going to take the word of a... For the moment, you may consider yourself in my official custody, Mr. Jordan. You better get it straight. Back in my office. But the Singori were driven into hiding many years ago. Are they still active? It is said the camel may live from its hump. But there comes a time when the camel must drink. You're saying maybe the Singori are getting back into harness. You are concerned about the man who was killed with the iron Singori dagger at your cafe last night. You knew about that? Even so. If the Singori did it, it doesn't make sense that they'd leave their calling card. Mustafa is vain of his knives. See, my mark on this one. All artists are proud of their labor, and they mark it with their sign. So the Singori always leave a sign of their work, the orange dagger. Unless... Go on, Mustafa. Unless someone kills and wishes to point to the innocent. Oh, meaning maybe somebody did the killing with a Singori dagger to make it look like the tribe of assassins. All things are possible. Thanks, Mustafa. You've been a big help. Now, the first thing I had to do now was to get a lead on who wanted Lint knocked off. I made a few telephone calls and found Lint's hotel, the Dunord. I grabbed a cab and was there in ten minutes. Fifty piastres talked the room clerk at the Dunord out of key 416, the one to Lint's room. I went upstairs. Lint's room was a mess. Looked like Greco had been there and taken a close look around. But maybe Greco had overlooked something. He had. Just as I was snapping open Lint's suitcase, a big job with hotel, airline, and steamship stickers from all over the world posted on it, I felt a sudden movement across the room. I started to turn, but it was too late. I felt a rocket sink through my skull and the rug went black. Deep black for a long, long time. Are you all right now? The elevator. One moment, Greco. Oh, Sam. Oh, am I glad you're back. Boy, Captain Sabaya, you have returned from Alexandria. As you can see. I was told you had followed Jordan to this hotel, Greco. Following me for information, Greco? Jordan, I have just heard of your part in this unfortunate affair. Just an innocent bystander, Sam. Yes, yes, of course. You make it most difficult, Jordan. Things are tough all over. Why are you in this hotel? I heard it has a good rumba band. He came here to enter the room of the murdered man. Have you been upstairs, Jordan? Yeah, I took a look around. You see, Captain Sabayos? But Greco here made such a mess of the room, there wasn't much left to see. You are wrong as usual, Mr. Jordan. I made notes concerning the location of all articles, but touched nothing. Awaiting the return of Captain Sabaya. You better go take another look. Things have changed since you were up there. Sam and Greco started for the elevators. I went to the hotel desk to ask a question, but I got the wrong answer from the clerk. There must be some mistake. Mr. Lint registered as a bachelor. There was no woman in his room. So, Lint wasn't married. The red-headed girl had lied. 
She was likely the one that had turned Lint's room upside down, looking for something. And she was likely the one that had tapped me on the head, too. She'd been in the room when I opened the door, hadn't had a chance to leave. She didn't want to get caught there, so she'd sat me. But why had she stayed? She could have run away while I was knocked out. Then it hit me. She'd worked real hard to plant the idea of the coughing man in the black slouch hat, like the one the cabbie had seen across from my tambourine the night before. She'd also mentioned the Cafe of the Singori. There was only one place to go now, deep into the native quarter to the Cafe of the Singori. It could be a front for the headquarters of the assassin tribe. I passed the beggar at the entrance of the Cafe of the Singori. He looked like a beggar, but I had a hunch he was a lookout. The cafe was dark and almost empty. I felt the stare of hidden eyes. A native girl was dancing in a small, cleared space. I sat at a table and waited. I didn't have to wait long. Rocky Jordan honors the house of Singori. I put you one card ahead. You know me, but I don't know you. You the head man around here? I am Haki, a simple waiter, Effendi. Sure, real simple. It is my profession. I have heard many things of you, Mr. Jordan. I hope they are all true. Believe half you see, nothing you hear. Estimable. It is a saying from a book of wisdom. No, a saying from 7th Avenue. Hakim considers it an honor to serve the wise Rocky Jordan. Oh, not so wise. I didn't come here for refreshments, Hakim. Oh? I can see your real surprise. <laughs> Perhaps Jordan Bay would care for uh, company at his table. A man was killed in Micah Fay last night, Hakim. Oh, unfortunate. Yeah, he thought so. Name was Lint. Ever heard of him? Englishman? USA. We do not get tourist trade so deep in the native quarter. <laughs> they become fearful before they have... Penetrated to the Singori. Maybe you know a red-headed woman, about 25. Creamy, tan, green eyes. Ah, that is beyond Hakim's hope of heaven. You had a customer here, maybe a week ago, an American, middle-aged, wears a black slouch hat, coughs a lot. Maybe he bought a little, uh, service. I do not recall such a man, Effendi. But surely Rocky Jordan knows. The day of the tribe of Singori being hired as assassins... He's in the past. What kind of a knife are you carrying, Hakim? Inside your robe? No, Effendi. Uh, let's take a look. Yeah, it's like I thought. It's necessary for Hakim to protect himself in this low place of employment. Eight-inch dagger. But you will notice, Effendi, the handle. Yeah, it's not orange. As I have said, the day of the assassin, alas, is over. All of you. It is all right. Sure, Hakim, sure. Effendi, listen. I must be careful here. Such a man as you have described has been seen in the quarter. It is said he is a man of great evil. Where can I find this man of great evil? It is said he lives at the Hotel of the Armenian Davos, near the Fountain of Musa. But Hakim does not know if this be true. Hakim would know the truth if it came dressed like the Sphinx. But Hakim knows where the man of evil lives, for sure. Here, Hakim. Oh, Mutashakir, Effendi. Give part of that to the dancing girl, will you? She's the only thing in here you can depend on. I had an idea if I was ever going to get my cafe open again, I'd better see the man of evil. 
I got to the Armenian's hotel by the fountain of Musa about sundown, spread enough foxish on the fly-specked front desk to get a straight answer, then walked up to room 237, the room of a man who had registered as Rufus Glander. So, you are Rocky Jordan. Come in, Mr. Jordan. I've been expecting you. <laughs> You're uh, Rufus Glanders? I am called that. Another American? Uh, San Franciscan. Well, just why were you expecting me, Glanders? Lynch was killed in your cafe last night. Well, you get right to the point. I've only been in Cairo a short time, Mr. Jordan. But already I've heard much of you. Your tenacity. <laughs> hey, you're a sick man. And... A relatively poor one. <laughs> I didn't come here to talk money. Money can be very important. You see, Mr. Jordan, I have used up my monetary reserves in traveling about the world. Yes, I uh, noticed your suitcase down at the foot of the bed. So? People that tour the world usually pick up a lot of stickers for their luggage. <laughs> that reflects middle-class taste. Oh, I don't know. Folks get quite a kick out of it. Oh, yeah, I see him now, running down the street. Who is it? You're lucky to be asking. That knife was for you, Glanders. Went into the sofa right up to the orange handle. But who threw it? Who was he? A guy named Hakim. Guy who's got a lot of answers. Answers? But it's too late to follow. Uh, we don't have to. I know just where you and I are going to find him. In just a moment, Rocky Jordan returns with the ending to tonight's story. What is the war news today? Whatever it is, you want to help, don't you? Well, you can do something very important. You can contribute a pint of your blood every three months through Red Cross. Again, Red Cross is the official agency to collect blood for the armed forces when and wherever needed. That need is now. We must build up a blood reserve. And we must continue to take care of the day-by-day -day needs of our community. If you are a normally healthy person between the ages of 21 and 60, will you call your local Red Cross and make an appointment for a blood donation? Call your local Red Cross. We return you now to Rocky Jordan for the conclusion of tonight's story. hotel room with Rufus Glanders in tow. Outside, we caught a cab and directed the driver deep into the native quarter, the Café of the Singori. The native watcher was still at the door as we went inside. This time I didn't take a table, but barreled on through into the back. That's where I surprised Hakim in a small cube-like room. You are not again, Jordan, sir. Breathing kind of heavy, aren't you, Hakim? It's been a most exceptional evening for business, Jordan, sir. Hey, I'll bet. Uh, you know my friend here. I have never set eyes on this rascal before. As he says, Effendi, we have not met. Now you forget fast. <coughs> Who hired you to put a dagger into Lent's back, Hakim? <laughs> Very funny joke. Was it the woman with red hair? I do not understand. Be careful, Jordan. You... 
I hope you know what you're doing. It was the red-headed woman, wasn't it, Hakim? She paid you to kill Lint. She also paid you to put me on the trail of Glanders here. So I'd go to him and be caught there when you slipped a dagger into him, too. I was to be the fall guy. What manner of lie is this? She knew the police were already suspicious of me. That'll be the payoff. Rocky Jordan, caught alone in a room with another dead American. <laughs> Your funny story makes me laugh. Eh, maybe this will make you laugh, Hakim. I think the woman's here in this cafe right now. No, she's not. I'm so sure I'm going to call Captain Sabayan and have him search the place. No, you cannot do that. He'll make her talk. You know what she'll say, Hakim? She'll say, I paid Hakim the assassin 100 pounds to knife Lint and another 100 to kill Glanders. No, no lies. Captain Gordon, he's dangerous. Hakim the assassin. No, she will not tell Hakim took off like he knew where he was going, and he did. Before I could move, I heard a noise in the hallway, and a woman stumbled into the room. It was the redhead, and she was wearing an orange corsage pinned over her heart. The orange handle of a Singori dagger. Just then, Captain Sam Sabaya came in with about ten men. One of them had Hakim by the neck. Now let me go, go, let me go. Now you got the right man, Sam. The woman is dead? Yes, she's dead. How'd you get here? My son had always followed you to trouble, Jordan. Well, she was asking for it, Sam. She was hiding out here. I'd spotted her in Lint's hotel room, and she had the idea that Flanders here was after her to kill her. Flanders? Who is he? I was her husband. She hired Hakim. No! No, Jordan! To kill Lint and Flanders. When I got mixed up in it, it looked like a good idea to make me the fall guy. I would have to have more information. Well, this is a good time. 